On 106 FM, DAB and online, this is Jack FM. Um, oh, I'm going to be sick, hang on. Not be sick, cough. Um, was li- I, I was distracted slightly because I'm entertaining the people who are watching the show. You can watch the show. Twitch.tv slash TLNA. And it's kind of like a show... It's kind of like Larry Sanders here, for those who get the reference. There's a show within the show, and I'm entertaining them. So I wasn't completely focused on your news. Was Lisa Marie in the news? She was, Um, yeah. So I was so surprised when I saw that. Lisa Marie Presley doesn't mean... means very little to you, right? I know... I knew who she was. Yeah. I knew she was Elvis's daughter. Yeah. But I didn't know all about her... um, Celebrity marriages and yeah, whatnot. yeah. You know Priscilla Presley, her mum. How old was she when she started dating Elvis? Oh, don't know. Fourteen. Oh. <laughs> um, but Lisa Marie has kind of been. A, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a massive Elvis fan, but every now and then I go through a little Elvis thing. And she's four years older than me, and her life has kind of been a soap opera that's run parallel to mine. Every now and then she'd pop up in the news because she was marrying Michael Jackson, because she was releasing, a, you know, really bad songs. And so, you know, she was always there. And I read that this morning. And, uh, that, I, you know, I don't really have a big connection with that. That one really hit me. Yeah. Every now and then there'll be celebrity death. And I read earlier that her, her son took his own life a couple of years ago. So she's had, you know, and her dad obviously died when she must have been like, Eight. She must have been about eight years old. So she's had a pretty... Tough time. Tough time. Yeah. And that one, for some reason, that, that hit me. Maybe the age. You've kind of grown up with her. Yeah, I think that's partly it. I think um, it, it does feel, and I said this to you, this is such a macabre thing. It does feel that, you know, it's, it's catching up with me. You know, but what's catching up in? Death. Good morning. Welcome <laughs> to Jack FM's um, uh, breakfast show. It does feel that it's getting a little bit... I'm in the second half now. I'm in the... the the final... But you're um, at the start line <laughs> of the, the second half. I'm in the dying minutes. <laughs> I got a boy who turned 13 today. I'm turning 50. Lisa Marie is dead. Wowzers. Here's a question for you. Mm. Do you... Oh, of course you drive. Um, so there's kids in the back of the car and they've got the light on in the back of the car. Right. What would you say to them? In my car? Yeah. Um... Oh, that's not a problem, is it? Is it? You're driving at night time. Yeah. And they've got the light on in the back. Mm-hmm. Is that illegal? Is well, that a problem? Well, I thought it was illegal. Yeah. And so does everybody my age think that's illegal. Because okay. at some point, their dad, my dad, your dad would have said, <laughs> turn that bloody light off, son. I'll get done by the police. <laughs> right? So... I thought it was illegal. Yeah. And there'll be people listening to this going, yeah, it is illegal. I found out last night, it's not illegal. It's it's not illegal to have the... But I always thought it would either make it harder to drive or it would blind other drivers. Distraction, yeah. Distraction. So it was all a lie. It was all a lie. So I would say, if you're like sort of 40 to 60, you will think it's illegal to have that backlight on. Mm. And it's not. Are you sure? Because we're telling everyone that it's okay. Oh, I'm, um, we need Kate. We need Calamity Kate to phone in. She knows. Right. She knows all the treacherous pose. There's an obscure Beach Boys reference for you guys. She knows all of the car laws. So, Kate, can you... 
and I'm going to say it's, it's not illegal, and that is the official Jack standpoint. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> you wait till I get to, after half past seven when I talk about knives and toasters. Um, I, I, I think my, my mind has been blown. It turns out my dad, there's another lie to add to the list of lies from my oh, dad. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's not illegal. Right. Interesting. I wonder if we can find anything else like that that you were told as a kid that you still, as an adult, believe is that is a brilliant true. that is a brilliant idea lies your parents told you here's the one that will, I've, I've done something similar to this many many years ago and the one that loads of people came up with was they were told by the parents when the ice cream van is playing the music Try it means out. he's sold out of ice yeah. <laughs> you didn't have that did you no i don't remember my parents doing that one <laughs> a bit mean lies thank you joe excellent stuff lies that your parents told you oh one eight six five Five seven five one zero six is the telephone number. You can text eight one four double zero. Start your text with the word Jack. I'm seeing a text from yesterday that I think I read from Chris. Hello, please. Can you play anything by Oasis and dedicate it to my friend Phil? He's currently off work with a broken willy. Um, I, we can't play any Oasis, but we'll play some Imani. How about that? This was a huge hit, and no one remembers it. Then they, uh, Dermot played it on Radio 2 the other day, and I was reminded how brilliant Legend of a Cowgirl is. I'm gonna drink my whiskey, gonna have my man, I know you got nothing to say. I'm gonna have my man, I'm gonna steal their hearts and save for another day. Ain't gonna hang my hat, ain't gonna take off my boots, ain't nothing gonna stop me in my pursuit. My stage, time to rehearse, gonna see all the wonders of the universe. Pack my bags and mount my horse, I'm gonna ride on into the next town.
Rude Awakening is fortified with vitamins and iron. Potentially. 106 Jack FM.
shaking, baby doll. Shake it on the floor. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening, the episodic breakfast show. It's a cereal, you yes, see. Cereal. 106 Jack FM. Morning, dear listener. It's uh, Friday. I got I got a fairly free Friday today. Finish this, go home, get home by about 11, be in bed by quarter past 11. Doing a show this evening for my Patreons. I'll give you details on that later on if you want to come and watch. Access. There's no Jack FM podcast anymore, unfortunately, so... Um, I do a podcast. I do a podcast. I do a podcast. A white middle-aged man doing a podcast. What? 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 I'll tell you how you can uh, have some of that a bit if you want. So lies that your parents told you. Everyone my age was told it was illegal to have the backlight on in the car because it was dangerous. It would dazzle the other drivers. I think is what I was told. And I have passed that on. So I've got a big pot of coffee here, and I'm, I've got a fuzz box, and I'm going to use it. Um, big pot of coffee. Oh, you dirty. Bought that in for the first time in a long time. So I've passed that thing on to my kids, that you can't have the back light on because it's illegal and it's dangerous, and it will dazzle other drivers. And my boy still said, Daddy, can I quickly turn the light on so I can find something? Their ear pods is what they're looking for. Daddy, can I turn the light on so I can find something? Yeah, but be quick. Because I don't want to get done. Well, I will take great pleasure. In fact, that will be my 13-year-old's birthday present. Boys, you can have the backlight on any time you want. Um, Richard says, my dad told me he was only ticklish on Tuesdays. <clears throat> He t- he, I believed him for a stupidly long time. Okay. Um, Mandy says, My dad had a carbuncle scar on his back that he told me was a bullet hole from the war. And I said, Mandy, what is a carbuncle scar? And she said it's a collection of boils. Catherine, imagine that. Um, oh, wow. That is... Uh, that is grim. Um, uh, 01865 575106 Lies that your parents told you, please uh, 81400 Start your text with the word Jack Here's a story A handyman has scooped an award for his rubbish hobby Taking photographs of bins You know, I was once going to make a coffee table book You remember when you used to get coffee table books? Remember when you used to get coffee tables? And it was going to be a book Each page would be a picture of a missing cat sign stuck to a phone box or a lamppost or something like that. And I, start, I was started going around and collecting these, taking photos of them. Right, making a book, I believe they call it writing a book these days, um, uh, is it's really hard. 
Reading books, easy. Writing books, I've tried to start writing a book about six times. Flipping hell, it's hard. Morning, James. I was watching two, uh, let's call them gentlemen, last night playing Granny's Garden, the old BBC micro game. <laughs> At 240p. A handyman, let me do, please let me do. Guys, can you all stop typing? And please let me do this story, all right? Now we've got, we got a phone call. What is it? Why, what, what do you want? Yesterday, uh, Ian, oh. you had an interesting debate that kind of um, I've been thinking a lot about um, and I was hoping to contribute. Oh, God, I'm trying to read this story about bins, but okay, I put the paper down. What was the interesting debate we had yesterday? Um, you were speaking about um, which birds might be the best at keeping secrets. Oh, we did do that as a phone-in, yeah. Which birds might be best at keeping secrets? What would you like to contribute? Uh, well, like I said, I've been thinking about this a lot. Yes. Um, the obvious one, ones that I'd rule out would be um, your parrots and your macaws. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah. Just to kind of repeat what you say. They're grasses. Um, They're grasses. And grasses yeah, get... Yeah. Uh, no, uh, snitch, uh, snitches get stitches. Yes, correct, and I think parrots and macaws would let you down. Yeah. And I think possibly swans and penguins, um, and really the other birds that mate for life, because they're, they're so bored, aren't they? Um, you right. know, just seeing okay. the same face the all the time. In, with respect, the topic was which birds will be good at keeping secrets, not which birds will be bad at keeping secrets. I was just ruling a couple out first. Oh, okay, well um, let's let's get onto the let's actually get onto the topic, if you will. Okay, I think the best one would probably be the cuckoo. I mean, their whole life is is a lie and secrecy, isn't it? With them putting the eggs in the other nest. That is the wrong answer. Um, I mean, at a push, I'd possibly go for an ostrich. There you go. Not- That's the right answer. <laughs> they're not very approachable. They're they're so fast, you can. Not get hold of them, even if you want to talk to them, and they bury their head in the sand. You got it absolutely right. Where do I where do I send the five pounds to? Um, PO Box forty five, Wolverhampton. Okay, thanks very much. We got there. There was an answer. There was an answer. Ostriches. We'll do the story of the bin at some point. Although, kind of looking through it now, it's not actually that good. Lies your parents told you. It's a classic, it's a well-worn phone-in topic. There's a hole in your logic. You who know all the answers. Oh, oh, oh. You can science say magic. And expect me to buy it.
think it's just teaching the kids, you know, trial and error. I can't see any. Can you see any different? So you just go through a mobs and let's just go through A1. Not enough magic. B1. Not enough magic. C1. Not enough magic. D1. Not enough magic. <laughs> Thrilling start to stream. A2. Alive, it's only <laughs> it's only half past seven. It feels like I've been in for blooming hours. Ah, uh, we'll do the bin man after the news with Joe. Uh, what was Humpty Dumpty? What do you mean? What was Humpty Dumpty? An egg? No, it wasn't right. It's in the papers, right? Is this another lie from parents? It, it, well, I guess kind of. <laughs> Um, nursery rhyme lovers were shell-shocked a grow-up Isaac Croson to learn Humpty Dumpty is not really an egg. Right. Author Holly Bourne fried fans' minds by querying the origin of the clumsy oval tumbler. Oh, have you seen the clip? I retweeted it yesterday. It's so funny. These two old men. It's, it's better than Laurel and Hardy. These two old men in a garage. One sat down one is like puts up this big metal pole and he kind of leans it against the wall and then it fall downs and smacks on this guy's foot and he's like oh oh and he takes his shoes and socks off and the guy's like oh, i'm really sorry and then he, he leans it up again and it falls down and smacks the guy on the head <laughs> oh it's so I'll, re, I'll retweet it at ian lee I'll, I'll retweet it it's so good um right so author holly bourne fried fans minds by querying the origin of the cl- clumsy oval tumbler she tweeted who decided Humpty was an egg? This is journalism now. This is where you're going wrong. Someone just saw a tweet and went, we'll put that on, we'll, we'll, we'll get a third of a page in the newspaper out of yeah. that. You should, you should be on Twitter getting your stories. I do get stories off Twitter sometimes. Do you? Yeah. But you need those kind of stories, You need, and I am telling you what to do here, um, <laughs> <laughs> where it's like three people watch a programme, or people watch a programme and three people go, that was awful. Yeah. We should get rid of the BBC. Um, Ferrari, Ferrari, as people call for BBC to be closed. And it's three tweets. Right. That's how I got called out for casual racism the second time. Um, when I, I've told you about that, when I was on Pointless. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not the first time I've been called out for racism. If it walks like a racist, if it sounds like a racist, probably a racist. Sorry, guys. <laughs> she tweeted, Who decided Humpty was an egg? It's not in the lyrics. Should be lyric, actually. And deciding his giant egg is quite a random leap for someone to make. And everyone else being like, yeah, yeah, a giant egg on a wall. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but who, whoever wrote it, wouldn't they have illustrated it at the same time and... 
No, no, no. It is believed. This is this is interesting. This is the kind of stuff I find interesting. The kind of stuff my dad's... Um, <laughs> the person who's just sent in the text, 977. I can't read that out. If you want to know what it is, come and watch the show. Apparently it was a cannon. What was? Humpty Dumpty? Humpty Dumpty was a cannon. Right. Can you is is the Humpty Dumpty fell off a wall? Yeah. Let's imagine he's a cannon. Yeah, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. A cannon would work. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until eighteen seventy one when Lewis Carroll ir- illustrated it as an egg that it became an egg to make it more child friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that didn't really go anywhere, did it? No. Mm. But thanks. I might try it again after the news at eight o'clock and what, see if the I same can. One? See if I can beef it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, we'll try. Should we do it after eight? All right. All right, nice one, Joe. Thank you very much. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. Plenty of waffle, but very little syrup.
Ian Lee's Rude. Oh, sorry. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening. 106 Jack FM. Who's texted uh, ending 977? I can't read it out. Yesterday's show. We'll do the Humpty Dumpty story um, after eight again and see if we can make it interesting, shall we? Oh, Tony Christie's got dementia. Oh, my God. Ah. Mickey Pierce is in hospital with cancer. There's a lot, there's a lot of it going around. It does feel like, I'm not going to dwell on it too much does feel like it's closing in, right? You know what I mean, Jellybean? 
feels like it's closing in. A handyman has scooped an award for his rubbish hobby taking photographs of bins. David Clark, 52, dubbed Dustbin Dave. See, he looks old, right? I look at people when it says they're 52, and I think, oh, I'm two years off that. Do I, do, do I look like that? I think I look quite good for my age. A bit overweight. I'll, 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 I'll lose the weight. But do I look like that? David Clark, 52, dubbed Dustbin Dave, is honoured to be named Anorak of the Year by the Dull Men's Club. I had a great little mini documentary last night. This is what I fell asleep to, actually. On BBC Radio 4 Extra, on that very, very peculiar Jake Yap show. Can't quite get my head around it. I like Jake, by the way. Oh, no. Oh, no. Somehow I've deleted the banjo version of... Oh, no, I haven't. It's there. What's this? Okay, I've, I've deleted something on my thing, and I can't work out what it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, What was I talking about? Um, oh yeah, I heard a really interesting mini documentary about CFAX last night. You know, it was stored, you know how they, so CFAX, you know CFAX, right? And it used to be in a bit of the TV signal that was spare, a little bit of spare room. And CFAX obviously ended in about 2003, I think, and it's gone. It's gone. There are no records of it. No one kept records of it. However, a band of geeks have managed to pull off CFAX, come on, managed to pull off CFAX from VHS tapes because the signal is stored sort of like at the bottom of the VHS tape. So they've managed to recreate CFAX from old VHS tapes. David Clark, 52, dubbed Dustbin Dave, is honoured to be named Anorak of the Year by the Dull Men's Club. This is the kind of club I'd like to get involved in. He's amassed more than 10,000 bin snaps in the past four years, many sent in by fellow... Oh, no, I've lost... um. I've lost the Halloween music. Oh, no. That's what I've lost. I don't know how to... I haven't got a producer. Yeah, Jay, I worked it out last night, James. You see facts. See facts. You see facts. I worked it out last night as I was falling asleep. I've lost me um, Halloween music. Dun, 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 dun. And I haven't got a producer to get it back for me. I'm screwed. It's literally just me in a studio on my own. Sure, I can ask Joanne if I need a little bit of help, but she's even worse at technicals than I am. You got one idiot and one non-technical person running a radio station. What about Oracle, James? What did Oracle mean? Ian Lee's rude awakening. Terms and conditions apply. Jack FM can't guarantee it'll be rude at all times. Or awakening.
Imagine I were to tell you the story of this song, right? Well, I, and I'm saying, you know, I, I don't want anybody else. When I think about you, I touch myself. But I was just say, I've got a story to tell you about a good friend of mine. And uh, I don't want anybody else. When I think about her, I would get the sack. Boom, like that, right? Boom, like that. My feet wouldn't touch the ground. But in a song, this is acceptable. A song about onanism is acceptable. If I tell you the story, it's unacceptable. Where are we? Is that? <laughs> I'm aware I'm pushing it slightly by even pointing this out to you. Whole chat um, in the people who are watching the show talking about CFAX, Oracle, and indeed Teletext. Uh, if you want to, um, I don't think it's acceptable in song form either, really. If you want to chat to other like-minded people, there's a couple of places you can do it. I would suggest if you go to Twitch on your phones or your computers or your tablets, I'm telling you how to use the internet. If you go to twitch.tv slash TLNA, you can watch the show. Click on there and click follow and you get a little alert every time I go live. Twitch.tv slash TLNA. And there's about, there's about, it's not many, it's about 30 people in there chatting with them, which Widget Stein has just uh, tuned in. Um, you can have a little chat with the people. You can watch the show. There is a show within the show. It's very Larry Sanders. And, and when the music's playing, I'm quite often just chatting away uh, and talking to the people watching. So you, you get kind of get double show for free. So go and have a look at that. Twitch.tv slash TLNA. Pop in. Say hello. We're going to do the Humpty Dumpty story again. See if we can make it more interesting after the news. So, a lot of people think that Humpty Dumpty was an egg, right? Mm. You thought Humpty Dumpty was an egg, right? Of course, yeah. So, if I came up to you in the street and went, hello, uh, uh, random person, um, doing a Vox Pops uh, for uh, BBC News, and today we're asking people, what was Humpty Dumpty? Yeah. You would say... An egg. Uh, wrong answer, try again. A ball. Uh, wrong answer, try again. Balls don't break. Well... <laughs> 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 they get busted. It was a cannon. Yeah. Humpty Dumpty was a cannon. Mm. There's a story in the paper. Let me read it to you. Hang on a second. Nursery. This is fun because it's got egg puns in. I love egg puns. They're excellent. Excellent. Nursery rhyme lovers were shell shocked to learn that Humpty Dumpty is not really an egg. It's all kind of played out on Twitter. It's a great. Are you on the um, www.twitter.com? I am. Is I don't it, use it much though. No. You do troll me on there sometimes. It's a great <laughs> place for meeting like-minded um, white supremacists, if that's your thing. If, if that's your thing. It's a great place for that. All this, so this all played out on Twitter. So much fun. I missed it myself, but luckily the newspapers have picked up on it. This is better than it was half an hour ago, right? I don't know yet. You've not said much. I've, 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 kind, of, I've kind of done the bulk of it. Oh. Just going to... I've done the... Then, yes. Okay. Well, how, well hang on. Sorry, I didn't realise we were into it already. Well, we started it when I asked you about the, the the whole Vox Pops thing. Yeah, was kind of part of it. Did you not? You didn't see that as that was the bulk of it. The paper is kind of superfluous. To oh, okay. Extent. Sorry. Did it not work? It's um. We'll do it again at half past. <laughs> what is? They can't hear us. Don't worry. Okay. We're off mic. Yeah. What would you like to see added to it to make it work? Um, maybe some Twitter user comments. From, okay, 
on my Twitter. From the Twitter. Okay, guys. So coming up at half past eight, we've got a really fun story. It's about (laughs) Humpty Dumpty. Humpty. I'm not going to. No spoilers. No spoilers. Not on this show. But you, you may think you know Humpty Dumpty. But I don't know if you do know Humpty Dumpty. Can you tweet me, at Ian Lee? Um, what do you think Humpty Dumpty is? Let's have a little bit of fun with it. Should we have a bit of fun with it? Yeah. Twitter poll. Okay. What do you think Humpty Dumpty is? Tweet me, at Ian Lee, at Joe Summerbell. Yeah, sure. And uh, what we'll do at half eight, I am going to blow your mind, Joe. Okay. going to blow your mind. Be, 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 have some tissues... Maybe an old... Tissues for what? Your mind is going to get blown. It's going to spurt out of your ears. Maybe have an old towel. Everyone's got... Have you got an old towel? Yeah, of course. In case like a dog died. Or I'm dyeing my hair. Yeah. Old towel. Oh, do you know what I brought in today? Mm. An old towel? I was going to do that. I was going to do it, but I get nervous doing it. It's quite a big bag. It is a very big bag. bag. There we go. Nail varnish. Yeah. Purple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have a go at I'm gonna have a go at doing my nails. In the studio. Mmm, yeah, baby. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> okay. Half past eight, Humpty Dumpty chat, yeah? Yeah. Nice one, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening is here. All other breakfast shows are toast. 106 Jack FM. If I came on and went getting horny now, I'd get the sack.
seriously, right? Um, if I were to come on and say all of this, put your hand down my trousers, I bet you feel I'm feeling hot, I would totally get the sack, right? I've been told off at radio stations, I've been told off at Jack for significantly worse than this. No, significantly less than this. That's what I mean. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Honestly, in other radio stations and at Jack, I have been told off for stuff that is nowhere near as bad as the lyrics and the sentiment of that song. Wow. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. A slice of radio toast with just a gentle spreading of We Can't Believe It's Not Better. 106 Jack FM.
Mongo and uh, uh, Mongo and Embargo. And embargo. The embargo. 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 My ex-boyfriend lies Oh, he does it every time It's just his permanent disguise Yeah, yeah, but he's dropped dead gorgeous Don't go changing every time Not for me to compromise You're still a friend of mine Yeah, yeah, and he's dropped dead gorgeous I know I once sang this song in front of Saffron from Republica. Fair play, she cheered me on. Me and my mate Catherine, she cheered us on. Yeah, yeah, but it's dark, get gorgeous. Changing any time. Not for me to compromise. Yes, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, 8.15, almost on the nose, 8.15, almost on the nose, playing air guitar is the naffest hand gesture on the planet, say young Brits, young Brits can shove it up their jacksies, I've had enough of young Brits, young Brits, I've got Brexit, to keep young Brits' mouths shut. Young Brits. That's what young Brits need. They need borstal. Playing air guitar is the naffest hand gesture on the planet, say young Brits. And giving a double thumbs up. And, oh, okay. And writing an imaginary check when asking for the bill and not far behind. Says, that's, um yeah, well, that's... That's interesting, isn't it? Writing an imaginary check. Can I get the bill? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can I get the bill? In your own time. Excuse me. We, we asked for, ask for the bill. About ten minutes ago. Ten minutes. Yeah, no, 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 no problem. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to doing the gesture of miming tapping your car. No, that would work. Can we get the bill? I'm going to start doing that. Here's what I'm going to start doing when I go to restaurants, like I can afford restaurants. Instead of miming the check, I'm going to mime the tap on. Can we get the bill? That's what I'm going to do. I'll let you know how it goes. Could you do me a favour? Instead of miming writing the check, dear listener, could you mime the tap on? Can we get the bill? Claudia Cross of... I'm not going to read the company that's done this. Many of the youngsters surveyed believed hand gestures show when someone is over the hill. A cringing 28% said drinking a cup of tea with your pinky out to try and be posh is very uncool. It kind of... The pinky kind of goes out a bit naturally anyway, doesn't it? I don't, you, don't want to, you don't want to push it too far. You don't want to be a hyacinth bouquet. Doing a fist pump also shows you're old. And putting a finger to your lips to get people to... Sh- is really out of date. I'll get lost. When it comes to long-standing... My, my 13-year-old does this thing where we kind of shake hands and then he pulls himself into me and our bodies hit like that. <laughs> when it comes to long-standing hand gestures, 80% of those Gen Z people... I don't know what Gen Z is. Asked, think cross, uh, crossing your fingers secretly to tell a lie is acceptable. 
and 85% said they often put their thumb next to their ear and point their little finger to their mouth to signal call me. Well, you're idiots. We're not idiots. You're idiots. Ian Lee's rude awakening on Jack FM. If this doesn't wake you up, we can't help you. This feeling inside my bones It goes electric wavy when I turn it on All through my city, all through my home We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone I got that sunshine in my pocket Got that good soul in my feet I feel that hot blood in my body When it drops, ooh I can't take my eyes off of it Moving so phenomenally Frustrating. So my mum's in a care home. She's in a big old chunky electric wheelchair. And I'm, tr- I'm trying to book a cab that will take an electric wheelchair from Gerrard's Cross, Saturday the 28th, from Gerrard's Cross to Milton Keynes in the evening. Stay there for two, two and a half hours, then bring her back. There's only one place in Gerrard's Cross that can do cabs for electric wheelchairs. And even though I tried to book it yesterday, so a couple of weeks in advance, 
They've literally just got back saying, oh, we haven't got any availability in there. It's the only place. I've never really tied, tried to um, take, an, I mean, years and years ago, I, I took a wheelchair on, on uh, to London. That was difficult enough. Uh, and, and if it were, you know, a manual wheelchair, maybe I could work something up. But an electric wheelchair, those things is big and bulky. You need basically, um, you need basically like a truck to take them, a minibus. And and I don't know what to do. It's, it's, this is the first time I've tried to do this. And it's th- 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 there is doesn't seem to be any service. What a surprise. I'm a massive ableist. And um, yeah, I just thought it'd be, oh, okay, you phone up and uh, someone and... Uh, and uh, so there's one cab company near her where, that does it. And uh, we haven't got any availability then. Come on, man, it's two weeks in advance. I'll, I'll, I'll pay double, you know. So if anyone has any suggestions on what to do, because I am absolutely... I mean, it means mum won't go to her niece's birthday party. Yeah, okay, in the great scheme of things. But, no, actually, in the great scheme of things, it's a big thing! In the great scheme of things, it's a huge thing. So difficult, isn't it? So difficult, unless you are able... And I have come across this before, the, 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 how ableist the world is. Please don't think this is a, a, a big shock. A wake-up call to me. I've seen it before. And, um, you know, but flipping out, man, it's frustrating. Frustrating for me, disappointing for her. Doesn't get a night out. What can you do, man? What can you do? Okay, coming up after half past eight, we're going to do a news story that isn't a news story, just to clarify that for anyone that's confused. We're going to try, and this is the final time, we're going to try the Humpty Dumpty story again, right? I would love it if some of you would call in to kind of give it a look. I can't get this Humpty Dumpty news story, non-news story to work, to sell. So if you could call in, maybe back me up a little bit, maybe be shocked. That would be, be good. You're shocked when you find out Humpty Dumpty isn't an egg. 01-865-575-106. That would be really, really, really helpful. Okay, so I'm just putting it out there because this is going to be my last attempt, last time at trying to sell the Humpty Dumpty news story that is not a news story. Let me play you something, Joe. Let's see if this, let's see if this brings back any memories. Okay. Boy, let's have a listen to this. I'm not going to say what it is. Let's have a little listen. This is a bit, of, a little bit of fun. Here we go. Here we go. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had to grape ball. All the king's horses and all the king's men they couldn't put Humpty together again. So, um. That is, um, oh, what's going on? That's Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. Joe, what, if I say Humpty Dumpty, what do you think of? An egg. Because he's an... Egg. He's not, though. Right. (laughs) (laughs) This is nuts, right? Uh, David Beckham was starstruck when he met the host of his favourite kid show, Pat Sharp. That's totally the wrong story. Hang on, that's totally (laughs) the wrong story. Wrong newspaper. Nursery rhyme lovers were shell-shocked to learn Humpty Dumpty is not really an egg, he's a cannon. I can't do it. I can't make it interesting. It is believable, though, when you think about it. Like, are the king's horses going to be more worried about an egg falling off a wall or one of their cannons? King's horses don't care about eggs. The king's men, sorry. Mm. Um, Did you see The Apprentice last night? Yep. Oh, what? 
Yeah. I've not seen it yet. Okay. That's late for you. Yeah, it is a bit. Um, I've not seen it, but the newspapers have said, have done a spoiler about it. Mm. Come on, guys. Don't do a spoiler about The Apprentice until the... the I'm so sorry. I think I'm going to vomit. What? A spoiler about who's left? Because I'm going to say it. I'm going to shout it to you because I don't want to spoil it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't put that in the paper. Don't put that in the paper until the weekend. Because most people don't watch TV when it's TV time. They watch it in their free time. Do you watch The Apprentice? I do, actually, because my eldest... I'd stopped for quite a while, then my eldest son got into it, so I watch it, so we've got something to talk about. <laughs> That's cute. It is cute. I do that. That's the kind of crap I do for my... What is it? I watch their rubbish TV programmes. Yeah. Um, so don't spoil it. I think if you're that invested in something and you haven't watched it at the time, then don't read the newspapers. Uh, excuse me? Yes. Excuse me, Joe. Yes. What, what is my job? Newspaper reader. The newspapers uh, uh, go after Harry and Meghan. Go and attack them. Don't tell me that someone. Oh. No, but what I mean is that, like, if you're that into it and you're yes. that worried about a spoiler, you yep. need to watch it at the time. How, okay, what is my job, Joe? It's a, a breakfast host. Well, it's not. It's a newspaper reader. It's what? That's not a job. <laughs> Feeling very puckish today. So trying to get a, a, a cab to take my mum, who's in an electric wheelchair, so a big wheelchair, yeah. Jarrah's Cross to Milton Keynes to Milton Keynes back to Jarrah's Cross. Mm. There's one company where she lives that does it, right? And they haven't got any um, vacancies that, that time. So I got in touch with a black cab company. Mm. Guess how much they wanted? For where to where? From It's, it's about an hour's drive. It's a bit of a journey. Oh, okay. An hour's drive. Jarrod's Cross to Milton Keynes. About 80 pounds. Right. They wanted £175. No. Each way. <laughs> Each way! What? That's ridiculous. Isn't that ridiculous? Yes. I'd rather get a tow rope and put her on the back of my car. <laughs> Here's someone we haven't heard from for a long time. Oh. Soto. Hello? Soto. Oh. I thought you were yeah. dead. Genuinely thought you were dead or you'd gone to oh, um, no, Radio nearly, 2. You, Do- nearly, you oh. nearly killed me. You nearly did. But anyway, listen, mate. I've got a great business for you. Okay, I'm totally up for that. All right, make a car company that can take on uh, these uh, electric... Uh... Goodbye. What an absolute idiot. Make a car company that can do the thing I want it to do. Hmm? I don't really understand what you're saying. Go on, shut, up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Your grandmother, shut up. your grandmother. Shut up, <laughs> shut up. Bye. My... Oh. What was he... I don't understand what he was trying to... He says I should start a company that yeah. does the very thing I'm looking for. Right. It would just, I don't think it'd be ready for the time you need it for your mum. It wouldn't. Mm. And also, imagine if every time you had a problem, you went, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a company to solve, I'm going to start a company that fixes leaky taps. You'd be very poor. I'm going to start a company that will do MOTs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't miss that. Joe, it's so nice to talk to you. After nine. Humpty Dumpty? Hurdle. Hurdle, okay. Yeah. We'll, yeah. put, we'll put Humpty Dumpty. I'll make a nice change. Yeah, we'll make a nice change from the egg stroke cannon stories. Thank you, Joe. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. It's what's known in the trade as a breakfast show, but we traded it for these magic beans.
complain, but when you're driving me insane, well then I think it's time that we took a break. Maybe we're just trying too hard, when really it's closer than it is too far. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening is fortified with vitamins and iron. Potentially. 106 Jack FM.
who just called in. Jeff called in and he gave me a really good suggestion on how I might be able to help him. He said, why don't you check local charities like Help the Aged, people like that. Maybe they can help put you in touch. Uh, Jimbo and Emma are both suggested on Uber. There is a little thing where you can pre-book and you can say, you know, accessibility options. And Jill has, I've tweeted, it's £175 each way. It seems quite reasonable for fuel and time, especially if you're expecting them to wait around. (laughs) <laughs> thanks how is that this is one of the things i won't miss when i i eventually give up radio and, and get off twitter how is yeah oh okay how is that helpful ian lee's rude awakening wake up and smell the cup of tea or something 106 jack fm
love Pat Sharp. By the way, I've done my nails on my hands. They look great. I love Pat Sharp. How can you not love Pat Sharp, right? He he uh, he really is, I guess, one of the greatest radio presenters this, this country's ever had. He might not be your cup of tea. <laughs> but anyone that has worked in the industry for as long as he has and had the huge success that he has... I've just learned the term sea lion. Uh, um, a sea lion. To intrude on a conversation with disingenuous questions in an attempt to engage in unwanted debate as a form of harassment. <laughs> just blocked someone on Twitter. because they. Anyway... <laughs> Pat Sharp, right, is 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 brilliant. It always has been brilliant. I don't I don't think I've met him. We've spoken on we've we kind of chatted on email once. He ended up running I think he's back on the radio somewhere, but he 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 runs a company that does jingles for radio people. And when I was doing a job somewhere was it three counties? I don't know where it was. Maybe it was talk. Uh he got in touch saying, Ian, if you want any jingles, we can do it. And I said, mate, thank you, thank you, thank you. But the show the, the station ain't got no budget. I ain't got no budget, so, yeah. But nice guy. David Beckham was starstruck when he met the host of his favourite kids' show, Pat Sharp. If you're doing um, an ownership of something and the word ends with Z, so, right, Mickey Dolenz's Book of Rock Trivia, would would it be D-O-L-E-N-Z apostrophe? Mickey Dolenz's Book of Rock Trivia. Is that what Dick's? I saw that written down the other day and I thought, that don't look right. D-O-L-E-N-Z apostrophe. That is correct. Okay. David Beckham was starstruck when he met the host of his favourite kids show, Pat Sharp. Despite being at the height of his powers and captain of England at the time, he could only mumble, I love fun house, to a bemused Pat. The children's TV star on DJ 61 claims the football legend 47. Is David Beckham only 47? Blimey, could barely speak when his wife, Victoria, 48, introduced them. Pat, who presented the 90s hit Funhouse and was famous for his mullet haircut, said, People will say I like you on Capital Radio, but most people say Funhouse. I've even had David Beckham do it. Victoria ushered me across with her finger and I sat next to him. David Beckham was just staring at me, sitting next to her, and he goes, I love Funhouse. I said, cool, I like your football. Again, another non-news story. Big up, big up, big up, Joe Summerbell. Big up. You don't get bigged up enough. Big up yourself. No, 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 no. Like this, this is bigging up you time. We're bigging up you. Thank you. It just sounds a bit pathetic. It does one on person. If anyone wants to phone up and big up Joe Summerbell by applauding, whistling, cheering. Yeah. Uh, 01865575106. Can I say what nice people we have listening to this show? I've had Jeff call in. I've had Sharon text in. I've just speaking to someone. The line wasn't great. So I'm go- all coming up with su- suggestions on cabs that my mum might be able to use. That is nice. Aren't people nice? Yeah. I wonder how many people are going to ring to big me up. Uh, let's see. Let's, let's, Tio, come in. None yet. Oh, come okay. in. No, 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 there's, there's a slight delay on the broadcast. Come in. And uh, we'll see uh, if anybody is prepared just big up Joe Somerville. Every day she comes in. God, it really smells in here of coffee and nail varnish. This is this yeah. is. It could be worse. Yeah. Trust me, you should smell my house. Um, okay, let's go to the hello caller. Whoop whoop, Joe Somerville. Oh, thank you, Jimbo. 
There we go. That's that. Oh. That's, <laughs> that. that's the fact. Big you up. 01865 575 106. Let's wait for some more big ups. People are learning to cut themselves off before you cut it them off. It saves me a job. Now yeah. I don't have a producer. It's one less thing to worry about. Well, he didn't. Will didn't do that anyway. What, what did he do? I, if anything, it's got easier since he left. <laughs> no, no, mad. Turn to a beautiful day. Hope you don't mind. I've closed the blinds because the sun was blinding me. Is that why they're called blinds? Because the sun blinds you. Um, they or they blind you from the outside world. Yeah, sure. I don't. You know the joke about the blind man. I probably can't say it anymore, so I won't. Okay, no, I don't know it. I don't know which one you mean. But, um, but maybe, maybe tell me later. Okay, I'll tell you now. But I'm gonna. Tell you what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play <laughs> some music. Uh, here you go. Um, uh, you guys have this, and and um, I'll tell Joe a, a, a joke. So, um, there's a Oh no, I left your microphone open. <laughs> um, so I think everyone may have heard that joke. Um, I'll get rid of that. That music's quite haunting. I did actually leave your microphone open, so uh, that's that's. It's been nice working here. Are we doing hurdle? Oh, thank you so much. I, I knew there was a reason. You I promised. Knew, I knew there was a reason. We're going to smash hurdle today. So is hurdle normal hurdle? Is that like any era, or is it a specific? I know as much as you. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's go. I reckon Faith by George Michael. No. Really? I'm calling no. All right. Fa- um, That's more like... Dun, dun. It doesn't no, start... No, but it starts off with like a churchy organ. Okay, it's not that. <laughs> Let's I, Hang on. I just want you to know how Faith by George Michael starts. Oh, go on. Now. Faith. Um, so this is how Faith by George Michael... So it doesn't Michael. start with guitar? It's organy. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Is Faith 80s or 90s? Can't tell you. Then he goes, a chonk, a chonk, a chonk, a chonk, a chonk, a chonk, a chonk. It's not the one we're doing though, so. You're absolutely right. Um, can someone tell me when Faith was released? I've got a feeling it was late 80s because I would play it if it was 90s. Right. So, Hurdle. Okay, so it's not that. Oh, that's not useful. <laughs> Some people are saying Let's Go Crazy by Prince. What that you... kind of sounds like it could be going to a Bob Marley. No woman, no cry. Yeah. Mm, I'm not sure. Let, let's Go Crazy in there. Should we, should we try Bob Marley? Mm. Um, I'm like 2% no on No woman, no cry. I'm, I'm doing a voice, I should probably stop. No, it's not that. Here we go. Okay. See, the, it, oh, I, it's really familiar. I could have gone a white shade of pale, but not now. Not now. Ay, 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 ay. Okay, if we don't get this, we're going to have a really bad day. If we get this, chef's kiss of a oh, day. Okay. okay. People, someone's saying Freebird. It's not Freebird. Okay, so this is the last one. Mm-hmm. 
it's an absolute banger, whatever it is. I, yeah. Someone has suggested Guns N' Roses. Do you have anything better than Guns N' Roses? Me? Yeah. No. Okay, all right, just asking. I got nothing. It was Freebird by Leonard Skinner. Oh. Oh, my God, because Freebird is a, is a cliche thing. When you're at a concert, you're supposed to shout out, Freebird! I don't know why. Right. But I, I've never heard it, but listen to this. Thank you, Liam. I've never heard this song. What a, what a tune. See, older songs have longer introductions, and yeah. I, I read about this. It's because people have shorter attention spans now. So you would never, by now, you'd have skipped this to another song. Here we go. Yeah. It's still oh. the introduction. It's going on and on and You're on. You're right, though. If I was in the car, yep. I'd be like, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they got shorter during MTV. Everything got shorter. It was called the MTV generation, and the edits were really quick. But now you get you, you get an intro more than two bars. That's yeah. unusual. Not interested. All right, Joe, thank you very much indeed. Ian yeah. Lee's Rude Awakening is one of your five a day. It's also the other four of your five a day. 106 Jack FM.
I've just, I've just spoke. People are amazing, right? It's so easy. My Twitter is all about this Andrew Tate and Tommy Robinson and, uh, and Julia Hartley Burr and all of these hate mongers, right? All of these horrible hate mongers. And for some reason, my Twitter's pour myself another cup of coffee. I'm, I'm flying now. I'm two coffee pots in. I'm off my face. It's like 1998 all over again. 1998 through to 2003 all over again. Um, so it's so easy to get sucked up in the hate and the anger and the politics and the, all of that stuff. I just had a call from a guy called Mohammed, right? He's got a taxi firm. And he said, we got a taxi firm. Um, what date does your mum need the car? We might be able to help. <clears throat> and I told him, and he said, okay, they're in Oxford. I said, yeah, you're in Oxford. She's in Cambridge. Uh, she's in Gerrard's Cross. Is that not too far? Went, no, no, no. Let me have a look. Let me see what we can do. I'm going to be honest, brought a little bit. That shouldn't surprise me because we should all be as being as kind and as generous as, as we can, right? But it is a rarity at the moment. It fe- No, it feels like it's a rarity at the moment. It, it does happen, actually, more than I like to think. <clears throat> But I teared up at that. The fact that someone heard a, a problem involving a, a, an, a, an older disabled woman and went, yeah, I think we might be able to help. Now, I said to him, look, even if you come back and you are unable to help, you haven't got any cars or anything, the very fact, <clears throat> the very fact that you called up and you considered that you might be able to help. The very fact you did that, that's enough. That's enough. People can be amazing, right? And we don't, I don't consider that enough. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. Plenty of waffle, but very little syrup. You couldn't be more than five. You're so fat, they have to jack you up to take off your shoes. Yeah, well, you're so skinny, your eyes are in single file. Well, you're so ugly, your ears stick out to get away from your face. Well, your mama is Hold so... Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't bring anyone's mother into this. She ain't here. And if it wasn't for your mother, you wouldn't be here. So remember, when you put down one mother, you put down mothers all over the world. Stayed out late. 
Awakening, the episodic breakfast show. It's a serial, you see. 106 Jack FM. in the papers today they have found a cure for all cancers and all diseases mm. it's in the papers today right. well i say it's in the papers it must be because scientists are doing a study on whether having a flash car means you have a tiny ding dong so if <laughs> scientists are doing that yeah they must have sorted out all the important stuff that's a fair point guys we've solved global warming should we do cars and ding dongs okay Men who love flashy cars really are just compensating for having tiddly... I'm going to call it a ting-tong, because I don't think you can say, Todger. Research (laughs) reveals 
fellas showed more interest in having a sporty motor in psychological tests when they thought they came up short <laughs> in the camshaft department. Camshaft. Camshaft. Is that also a part? Is that a part of a car? That's part. That's the joke. Okay, yeah, that's, gotcha. that's the joke. Professor. Daniel Richardson said his study was the first to show that there was truth in what he called the cultural phenomenon of genital inadequacy. It's as rude as we're going to get, don't worry. As rude as we're going to get. He added, it would explain the existence of the phallic car trope in jokes, adverts, and academic discourse. In tests, in tests, he convinced half of 200 men aged 18 to 74 the average size was 7.09 inches. Right. Seems seems tiny, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so childish. So childish. <laughs> it was a lie intended to make them feel inadequate. The average length is actually 5.17 inches. The rest were told the average length was 4.7. This is getting this is getting complicated. Making them feel confident about their equipment. They were shown images of luxury items such as champagne, a Rolex, and a high-end sports car, and asked to say how much they wanted them. Those feeling under-endowed ranked fast motors as more desirable, while the others showed less interest. So he's not gone round measuring. Right. What? So 200 people and half of them he convinced. About the size. What about the other half? Well, half he said it was a bigger size than it is, and the other oh, half, half he said, said it was, was a smaller size. Right. Professor Richardson from University College London, you know he would have got government funding. He probably got about 100 grand from the government. For yes. This. So that's a great job, isn't it? <laughs> we need to come up with some absolutely bullshine research thing, and we get a grant. I still love, there's a guy at Oxford University that gets paid to research stuff like why cookies taste so great oh. and um, why you should drink out of a glass cup and not a plastic one and that sort of stuff. What an absolute geezer. Yeah. A player. Uh-huh. He is playing the system Isn't and it? I respect that. Professor Richardson from University College London said, we increased our male participants' desires for sports car when we made them feel they were small downstairs. His paper, this is the title of his paper, Small penises and fast cars, evidence for a psychological link. Reported the effect was notably more prevalent in older men. Well, so he's saying expensive cars means you've got a tiny ding-dong. I drive a 15-year-old Renault Capture that cost me about two grand. Wow, and what does that say then? It's tiny. Exactly, Joe. Mm. What does that say? <laughs> Ian Lee's rude awakening. Terms and conditions apply. Jack FM can't guarantee it'll be rude at all times. Or awakening.
hammers live in effect and I don't waste time on the mic with a dope rhyme. Jump to the rhythm, jump, jump to the rhythm, jump. And I'm here to combine beats and lyrics to make you shake your pants, take a chance. Come on and dance, guys, grab a girl, don't wait, make a twirl. It's your world and I'm just a squirrel. Trying to get a nut to move your butt to the dance floor. So yo, what's up? Hands in the air. Come on, say yeah. Everybody over here, everybody over there. The crowd is live and I will do this food. Party people in the house, move. Exciting news, right? Very, very exciting news. Remember the brand, the bus competition, where there was a bus and there was a picture of me on the back and you had the opportunity to nominate a charity that you might work for or you might support and that charity would replace me on the bus, be on the back of the bus and get, I think it, I think it was a year's free advertising on Jack. Don't hold me to that last one. I think it was. On Monday... On Monday, we are announcing the winner of the brand The Bus competition. Very, very excited. I have no idea who it is, right? I've got no idea. And I'm really looking forward to finding out who it is. And, um, hang on a minute. Oh, we're going to call the winning charity on Monday to tell them that they've won. That is exciting. Genuinely, I love stuff like that. So we get to make a lovely phone call to some lovely people saying, you know what? You've won an awesome prize. Congratulations. That's on Monday. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening is here. All other breakfast shows are toast. 106 Jack FM.
Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. A slice of radio toast with just a gentle spreading of We Can't Believe It's Not Better. 106 Jack FM. Yes, mate. It's Friday. I've only just noticed. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, you're meant to do a spooky phone-in show of uh, spookiness, your spooky stories. And other superstitions. I'm not superstitious, it's all nonsense. However, I will salute Mr. Magpie and ask him how his wife and children are. I do that one. You know the walking under ladders thing is not super it's practical because people can drop things on your head while you're walking under ladders. So that's a practical one. The Friday the 13th, that's Jesus, isn't it? Last Supper, is that what that one is? Um Magpies, I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they are inherently evil. We don't know. So have a safe... (laughs) 
Have a safe Friday the 13th. Um, I'm doing a show tonight at 7 o'clock if you want to join it and watch it. For the price of two co- less than two coffees a month, you can go to patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine. Patreon.com slash I-A-I-N and Catherine with a K. There is no best of podcast anymore now that Will's gone and we are operating on a skeleton crew. Uh, there is no best of podcast, but you can go back and listen to the old ones if you want. Why not? Free and Lee Jack FM. Go and have a piece of that pie. What have I got this week? Got nothing this very little this weekend. For the first time in ages, I have a free Saturday. You know what I'm gonna do with it? I'm gonna lay in bed. Probably go to Aldi. In fact, I might do Aldi on the way home. I'm gonna oh, I haven't got any bags. The bags you get in Aldi are rubbish. That screws things up a little bit. But um, tomorrow, I ain't doing nothing. Sunday, we're going out for my 13-year-old son's birthday. Cannot believe I got a teenage boy. When the hell did that... How does that happen? I remember him being a baby. We took the boys to Euro Disney when... I guess Kim was 18 months and his brother would have been... Three and a half. Maybe two and four. Maybe two and four. And it was a big deal. It was a very expensive, big deal. And I said to the said to the boys the other day, Do you remember going to Euro Disney? Not really. Huh? not 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 really. Maybe they might have even been five and three. You spend all this money on experiences and they don't even remember it. They got they got they don't remember it in the slightest. So I say, don't take your kids anywhere until they're seven. I think they kind of remember things at seven. Wouldn't bother doing it before then. Let's have a little bit of Jamiroquai. Was from another time 
That's it. That's your lot. That's the week done. Whoa. What a week. What a week. Sometimes you just got to grab it, haven't you? You just got to grab it and run with it and keep your fingers crossed. Brought some prayers for my friend Lino. You know, you know, do what you need to do, brother. Do what you need to do. Thank you to Joe, as always. Thank you to Jordan, just for brightening up the office. I haven't worked with him for ages, but it's always nice to see his cheeky little smile. Uh, Monday, the Brand the Bus winner is going to be announced and called live on the air. Stay tuned. No repeat work day. Got a bit of Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Def Leppard and the Scouting for Girls. See you on Monday at 7. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening.